Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I am broadcasting to you live today from an old growth forest in the Pacific Northwest, the Olympic Peninsula in the state of Washington. And as I'm speaking, the sun is just slowly starting to peek through the trees, these beautiful, beautiful old growth trees. And I see life all around me. And as I've been walking through the forest, I've been thinking a lot about diverse ecosystems and how these incredibly complex systems have evolved in nature to thrive symbiotically. In other words, the waste of one input is the fuel for another. And I've been thinking a lot about compost and this notion of how waste or shit can be used as fuel for new growth and how that metaphorically applies to life. And I've been on this beautiful journey of late across um, many of our national parks here in the U.S. Uh, this is my ninth national park on this trip. I've been gone for almost a month to the day. And what's interesting is when I left, I did not anticipate or plan to leave for a month. Uh, it was my birthday. As some of you know, um, my father also uh, passed this year. We are collectively amidst the, the coronavirus pandemic. And I think like many folks, it's hard to know where to put your energy, where to, if you will, exert your influence. And for me, I thought, you know, whenever I get into a place of quandary or questioning as it relates to how to best use my time, for me, the best solution almost always is to get into nature because I feel like going into nature is like having a conversation with God. And somehow when you get quiet in that place, you receive incredible insights. And so for me, this month has been such a catalyst because as I come out of the trees or the red rock mesas or, you know, the beautiful glacier mountains of Montana, you know, and I see some of the inputs, the, the notifications, if you will, that ping up on my phone. Um, currently, there's a, a presidential uh, debate, and we are in lead-up to the presidential election. And the amount of noise that comes after moving out of a place of real signal uh, in nature is, is really disruptive to the nervous system. And I think many of us... Um, are experiencing in life this incredible degree of stimulus, which really can be agitating and disrupting to the nervous system and to our lives. And so what I wanted to share with you today is, 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 a, is an overall principle that I've been thinking about a lot, especially as it relates to how we focus our time and attention because in essence our time and the health with which we have to spend that time is our greatest wealth 
in life. And so much of the time that attention is being hijacked. Uh, I recently watched The Social Dilemma. I don't know if you folks have, have, have watched it, but I highly recommend it. And it's about basically how the algorithms um, that are being created around some of the largest and most um, successful companies in the world, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the YouTubes, they're all really orchestrated uh, to command your attention. And I think in a, in a time of, for example, a political debate and a presidential election, I think a lot of that pol polarization is, is played upon um, using these you know, traditional attention-grabbing mechanisms. And so one of the things I think is just important to remind ourselves of is there's a distinction that I love, which is what I would call being at cause versus being at effect. And when you are at cause, you are the source for your reality. And ultimately, if we are you know, truly embracing our leadership, we operate from a place of total responsibility. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, everything that happens to you is your fault or getting into a victim context. But what it does mean is that no matter what happens, you are responsible for how you show up in relationship to that context. And oftentimes, I think we wind up getting into being at effect to forces that we have very little influence or control over. Stephen Covey, in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, articulates this principle beautifully in, 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 art, in, in this notion of your circle of influence and your circle of concern. And especially as it relates to large macro issues, many of us have concerns. And that's, those concerns can be compound as worries that, that basically eat up our effectiveness in the areas of our life where we do exert influence, whether that be your kids or your business or um, your friendships, your relationships. And so what I've become really clear on as I've moved from these places of quiet and of, of, of really being what I, what I call the signal, in other words, really having a clear channel to what matters, which I find when I go into places of nature, and then coming out and being besieged by notifications of things that are concerning, and some of which I have influence on, but a lot of which I have very little influence on, um, I notice that my mind starts to worry and I move from a place of equanimity, a place of relaxation into a place of anxiety. And as someone who in the past um, had a bout with a, what it was called an obsessive compulsive personality, which was onset by trauma, I I'm, I'm acutely aware of when I get into an anxious mindset. And I think for many of us, we're in a collective anxiety because we feel so at effect to the world. The coronavirus pandemic has uh, upended many people's lives and livelihoods, uh, inclusive of which would be my own. Uh, presidential election uh, is feeling uh, like the leadership and the state of the country is very much up in the air. There's a tremendous amount of anxiety. And I think we can be effective citizens and take action as it relates to our sphere of influence, whether that be obviously clearly voting, uh, perhaps organizing um, and, you know, sharing insights with friends, etc. But when it comes to um, allowing all of your energy and attention to be usurped 
by things you have very little influence over, that's, I think, when we need to take a pause and double down on listening to where we can be effective. And where we can be effective are the areas in which we can be at cause in life, where we can exert influence in the Stephen Covey sense. And when you focus largely on areas in which you can exert influence and you focus on areas where you can be at cause, then you actually expand that circle of influence. You actually grow that circle of influence so that you, you start to move into your circle of concern. But if you focus too much on your circle of concern at the cost or the expense of your circle of influence, the areas in which where you can be at cause in life, then you become more and more at effect to the agendas of other people, which at the moment are 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 prolific they're everywhere right and there is so many mechanisms and megaphones through our social media through our technologies definitely check out the social dilemma on netflix if you haven't already that know our psychographic profile they know what we care about they know what we're passionate about and they're meant to be ostensibly attention traps and so right now we need to be extraordinarily mindful about where we can be at cause in life and where we are at effect. Where our circles of influence intersect with our circles of concern. And double down on the areas in which you have influence. And a lot of that has to do with agency as it relates to self. What can you control as it relates to who you are and how you show up in the world, your mental hygiene, your meditation practice, your your journaling, your, you know, checking in on friends and loved ones, you know, being a source of um, of giving, of inspiration, you know, sending thank you notes, sending, you know, <laughs> love notes in whatever that means to you, to those you care about, really doubling down on the people that are in your life that you care about, um, the areas that you exert um, disproportionate influence. And if you focus on those areas, then you will notice that your influence actually begins to grow. Um, so I think it's, it's just a reminder I want to put out there because it's something I've become extraordinarily aware of as I've moved from these areas that are really quiet and, and really... Uh, serene and peaceful and then I come back into the world and I'm reminded of all of the energies all of the inputs all of the points of information that are seeking my attention and from a place of of really deep relaxation and meditation noticing how they take me off my center how they you know, almost, you know, put me into a storm. If, if you were to use a sailing analogy, it's like I'm smooth sailing through these calm waters. And as soon as I walk out and, and pick up my phone, all of a sudden it gets real windy and, and, the, and the waves get real choppy. And so if you're experiencing choppy waters at the moment, if you're experiencing, um, you know, challenging seas, just remember that lighthouse uh, that is the area of your attention, the area of your influence as it relates to your attention. Because what I've been reminded of as I've been here amidst the trees is that there's such a deep, deep 
reality that we often forget, which is that we're, we're here for such a short time and we are so small in the scheme of things. You know, I, I'm, I've been looking at these red rock mesas, the, app, the tip of which are the youngest and they're 190 million years old. Or I look at these trees, which I'm looking at now, and some of them are, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of years old. I remember looking at a, a sequoia, and the sequoia was literally uh, over 2,000 years old. It had been around since before the time of Christ, but before the time of the Buddha. So we, we, we think about, even in those contexts, talk about individuals who focused on their 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 own attention and took care of their state within and as a result created huge influence in the world um you know but they did that from a place of listening and from a place of going within right the buddha actually meditated under a bodhi tree for 10 days he moved from a place of what many of us uh, think of as as our higher goal, which is he he was a prince. You know, he had no concerns. He was wealthy in terms of finance, but in going off away from the kingdom and realizing that there was death and disease, he then went within, and it was going within where he realized you know sort of the true wealth of where we focus our attention and these great tools like meditation that can help bring us back to center and to stillness, and. What the trees are reminding me of is that there is a divine intelligence that is operating this rich diversity of, of interdependent ecosystems that have been around and thriving for millennia. And while I think being present and being a great citizen and exerting influence where you can is extraordinarily important, I think it's it's unequivocally critical to remember kind of where we are, how far we've come in the context of, of time and, and our current ecosystem. And within that context, where can we exert our greatest influence? And oftentimes that's closest to home. That's in how we show up, who we're being, and how that influences those within our networks. Now that can then have a profound ripple effect into our circles of concern and actually grow our influence wider and wider. But if we get lost in the, in the perturbed seas of our concerns, especially as it relates to other people's agendas, we can lose our grounding, we can lose our, our roots, if you will which I'm looking at right now, these beautiful wild roots covered in moss that, that hold us in place, that hold us in a good way, that, are, that fix us to the nutrients of the soil, that, it, that enable us to transmute the challenges that we experience into compost, into spiritual compost for new growth and new beginnings, uh, the richness of our soil, so to speak. So, as I speak to you guys, again, from the Pacific Northwest, I hope that this is valuable for you. It's really just a reminder to double down 
your energy on areas where you are at cause, things that you can exert influence over. And doing that from a place of center, wherever that is for you, if that's meditation, if that's going into nature, you know, know, know your places that bring you back to center because there are so many things right now that are, that are the winds that are seeking to stir up the seas. And some of those are important and absolutely, you know, focus your energies where you can exert influence, where you can uh, be, at, uh, be at cause, but watch out for the things that seek to grab your attention and put you at effect and spin you out in the turbulent waters. So find that lighthouse, find those roots, whatever, whatever serves you in being kind of the best version of yourself. And from that place, you know, hopefully pull in those nutrients that you need, double down on areas where you can be um, at cause and at service to those who you deeply care about starting with yourself and from that place you know then you can create and expand out and create a rich ecosystem you know remember all these trees which i'm surrounded by with started as a seed and those seeds depending on the richness of the soil and the ecosystem and and how they are nurtured and nurture other aspects can grow to become a foot tall or can grow to become hundreds of feet tall and largely that's dependent on the richness of that soil and who those trees are surrounded by, if you will. Uh, what kind of soil? How rich is that soil? Um, and so think about a lot right now where you find richness in your soil. Who are the people you want to invest in? Are you in an ecosystem that is good for the nurturing of your seed, your growth? And wherever you can also, and you have influence, double down on enriching other people's soils double down on enriching other people's lives because i think you know that's that's truly where fulfillment and the wealth of this life come from and it's a beautiful way to spend your time and attention so with that my friends thank you guys so much for listening sending you so much love from the pacific northwest and go out there and live your inspired life